once again to Moving Right Along, a stocking stuffer podcast brought to you by toughpigs.com. This is the podcast where we watch a Muppet Family Christmas two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Ryan Rowe. I'm your other host, Anthony Strand. And I am your special guest, Roz Strand. You are my special guest. Oh, <laughs> you're my special guy. Oh. <laughs> and thank you for joining us one more time. Thanks for having me back for more singing. Yeah, and today we're watching minutes 43 and 44 of A Muppet Family Christmas, in which the Muppets keep singing even more Christmas songs. They're still going. And they're back outside holding little lamps. (laughs) Yes, yes. This opens with the woodland creatures outside the farmhouse holding their lamps, and they're singing... The song Caroling, Caroling, which begins Caroling, Caroling through the snow, Christmas bells are ringing. When you search for this song on Wikipedia, it redirects you to Alfred Burt, B-U-R-T, because he's the guy who wrote it and also wrote several other Christmas carols. He wrote this one in 1954, and perhaps the best known recording of it is by Nat King Cole. Oh, yes. Again, I feel like this isn't one that you hear, like it's not as frequently recorded or performed around the holidays. You know, I was thinking about that. Like this special has full-time residents in my brain. So I think every song that's in it feels like a classic hit to me. Because you hear it at least once every year. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I hear it. I hear it at least. I hear it at at least 15 times every year. That's why I said at least once. Yeah, right, right. But so anytime I hear, like, if I hear this song, it's just like, oh, there's that beloved Christmas hit. Yeah. As yeah, her sure. Muppet Family Christmas. Like, it's no different from Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. It's well, like yeah. a beloved Christmas hit as heard in Muppet Family Christmas, right. you know? Well, Nat King Cole overshadowed his own, you know, hit with this, with the Christmas song. Yeah. Right. You know, that's right. the, he did the definitive version of that. And you hear a lot of people doing that. Because right. it's lyrical big, and... Big Bird, Swedish Chef. Big Bird, Swedish Chef, yes. A lot of people have done that. So, Caroline, Caroline, which is a really fun song and reminds me of, you know, more modern Christmas carols. Well, it has, it has, it has like speed to it. Well, it, 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 it is modern. Like, yeah. I was, so it's I was, 20th am- century. I was amazed to hear that Alfred Burt died in 1954. And wrote this in the fifties because I was like I thought this was at least a hundred years older than that. No, I, yeah, no. I would have guessed and, a little older. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is more repetitive, but man, this is too fast paced. Yeah, Any old church hymn. Yeah, that's that could, the uh-huh. true. That could just be the arrangement too. Though, yeah, you know? yeah, but it it has a very sixties feel to it to me because mm-hmm. it's just like you can kind of swing it like. Carolyn, yeah. Carolyn through the snow. Yeah, but like how has how, those beats? Yeah, but how old is like? Go forth with God's blessing, his true faith confessing, or whatever. That's old. And that Beethoven or Bach. Yeah, so that's yeah. old and that's upbeat. Like, that's a true and, and there could the- be like a, a much, you could do a slower rendition of this, like caroling, caroling through the snow, Christmas bells are ringing. <laughs> it would be much worse, but you could do it. Beautiful Gregorian chant version of it. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I know what you mean, though. I do. Yeah, well, and also the snowman helps it because I feel like he's doing like very nice '60s leading man singing. There. Yes, the snowman jumps in on joyous voice, so sweet and clear, sing the sad of heart to cheer. And this is this is pretty much like Richard Hunt's opera voice. 
Like, well, it's Wayne, yeah. right? It's, yeah, it's, it's Wayne. Wayne. It's Placido yeah. Flamingo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, also it's different than how the how the snowman sang earlier. That's true. It's yeah, the snowman has sung before and he did not sound like this. No, he's pitching it. I don't know if he's trying to imitate Nat King Cole, but he's doing it very, very differently. Right. And I think that he's just like playing it up as like, and this is my solo. Joy's voice is sweet and clear. It's it's just very dramatic. Uh, yeah. Well, it's very like in the Jeanette McDonald movies, Nelson Eddy, right? Like that's what he's mm, doing. The like thirties yeah. like light musical. Sure, star. I'll act like you know what you're talking about. Sounds good. <laughs> I do think maybe, you know, maybe the snowman, maybe comedy isn't his calling after all. Maybe it's like musical theater. Yeah. That sounds fun. He'd be good at that. Yeah. He shouldn't put all his snowballs in one basket. It it moves back inside pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. So inside the farmhouse, then the other Muppets uh, pick up the song. And Bunsen and Beaker get a few lines. We commented in a previous episode on how they get almost nothing to do in this special, but they do get to sing. Uh, in this song, Beaker... me, 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 me. that's the <laughs> one. Perfect. Thank you very yep. much. <laughs> he does great. Heard of him? Good job. Yeah. Well, not a lot of things blow up at Christmas. So, yeah, Danny Horn said the same. No way. Yeah. I said the same thing as Danny Horn. Yeah. Oh, that makes me <laughs> Well, you guys good. both like Muppets. Well, that's true. That's yeah. true. And Doctor Who. And Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, then Statler and Waldorf sing a song. Statler sings, I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play. Waldorf uh, sings, and wild and sweet, the worlds repeat, and then together, no, the words repeat. And then together they both sing, of peace on earth, goodwill to men. men. It's a lovely sentiment, but Statler and Waldorf are not known for expressing goodwill toward their fellow man only at the Muppet theater they're at their friend's house for christmas they're yeah not, i guess they're not at work yeah they're, well, they're letting their guard down plus this song was written at the same time that they were born around the civil war oh yeah so. <laughs> i so didn't you know what i did not look up when this song was written um i don't know when the tune was written but i know that very famous poet henry wadsworth longfellow wrote hmm. the lyrics and it was Anthony had already known this. It what? was in response to a tragedy in his life. Yeah, his wife died, and then oh. his son was injured in, in the war. He sort of ended yeah. up surviving, but he like was injured very badly in the Civil War. Mm. Yeah, and that's when he heard the bells on Christmas Day, I guess. Yeah, and wrote a song about it. Well, he oh. was the poem is about. Oh yeah, how, it was, he wrote a poem. He not, wrote a poem. Not a song. Yeah, he but, wrote yeah, a poem, and somebody else said it to the music. But it, the poem's intact, and it was just about how I heard, you know, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Even though all this horrible stuff is going on, the wish for peace on earth, goodwill towards men, is still exists. Yeah. So even though mm-hmm. at the time Americans felt like everything was falling apart, and his life was falling apart, he'd lost his second wife. His son ran off and joined the military, even though he did not want him to. Mm-hmm. He specifically, he was, I believe that he was pretty well-known pacifist. So that broke his heart. And then he went, and then he was injured on top of it. And so he's like clinging to this idea that Christmas really does have this effect, even though everything is falling apart and everything's uh. terrible in a state of war. So it's a really sweet, but 
sad song yeah. about how whenever everything's going wrong, it doesn't matter because there's still a wish for peace on earth and goodwill toward men. It's really moving. And the fact that Statler and Waldorf calmed down well, right? like, to, to be nice to everybody and sing this poignant song. It's such a fascinating choice. Yes. That they had the, the like tempo slow down mm-hmm. of the special so that Statler and Waldorf could sing this like stately American Civil War carol. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I guess it sort of, it does sort of fit with them being old men. Like it's just sort of a. Yeah, I guess that's why they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. It's like they've witnessed so many atrocities both in life <laughs> and on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes, and they'll be back to hurling insults at everybody tomorrow, I'm sure. Yeah, just a brief, brief sentimental lapse. Yeah. Well, I was remiss in researching that song, so I'm glad you knew more about it than I did. So Then Robin starts singing the song, It's in Every One of Us. You do. It's in every one of us. To be wise. It's like dotted half notes for every single note. (laughs) Find your heart. Open up both your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. This song appears on the album John Denver and the Muppets, A Christmas Together, and in the TV special that followed it. And I always thought that's where it originated. But I just found out in, in writing my notes for this episode that that is not accurate. The song was what? written by singer and songwriter David Pomeranz, and it was the title track on one of his albums in 1975. That's four years before the John Denver and the Muppets projects. And then the Muppets and John Denver sang it again in the Rocky Mountain Holiday special, which we did a special episode about, a bonus episode, if you want to go back and listen to that. Yeah, we never we never did the Christmas together. And like in retrospect, we probably should have. We should have, and we can still go back and do it someday. We can get to it. Yeah. Right. But yeah, crazy to me that I didn't know that it wasn't written especially for the John well, Denver and the Muppets album. I assume that John Denver wrote it. Yeah, it's, it's such a John Denver song. It yeah, does sound like a John Denver sure. song, right? But yeah, so you learn something new every day. I really love that this is the point where they're just like, we've done all these like, you know, mid 20th century hit songs. We've done all these older carols. You know what we need now? The songs from our catalog. A 70s <laughs> easy listening. Yeah, but yeah. but like but like this is like a song from the Muppets own past. A song the Muppets the first... have done yeah before yeah. a few times. I think in general is best known as a song on the John Denver and the Muppets Christmas. Yeah, oh, by this point, yeah, definitely. Have yourself a merry little Christmas is not best known as the song Ernie and Bert sing after the exchange <laughs> right. presents. You know, or whatever. Not to the general public, right. Right. But this yeah. one is. There's also a scene in the Tom Hanks movie Big where an instrumental orchestral version of the song plays, which is distracting to me every time. Me too. Agreed. Every time. It's when he is getting sick of being big and he's like walking around like he goes past a playground and sees kids playing. Right. Mm -hmm. Remember this in the movie Big? Yeah, no. And the song It's in Every One of Us is playing and it's an instrumental version. It's listed in the closing credits and everything. That is so weird. It's very strange. Yeah. 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 This is this is definitely one of those songs, though, that isn't, that is only 
Christmassy by association. Yeah, it's it, Christmas because it's on that John Denver. It's, yeah, Christmas it's not. On the John Denver it's album. not explicitly about Christmas. It's just about. I mean, it's it's the whole peace on earth and everybody should love each other kind of thing. Yeah. Well, it's very Hinsony. Yes, absolutely. It's not necessarily. It's about changing the world. Mm-hmm. And that's what. Jim Henson always wanted to do. He just he wanted to change the world. He wanted to save it. Fraggly. Fraggly, you know? Yeah. And through really crazy 80s projects. (laughs) You know, you gotta heal the shard. You gotta sing your Fraggle song. All of it is just about Henson wanting to save the world. You gotta Um, talk to the frogs in the cloud forest. Yes, exactly. Every single one comes down to down to the same thing. So this song is about that. But me, how I view Christmas personally and for our family, you know, Christmas did change the world. So Mm. I can make it work in my own head and everybody else, you know, you can just enjoy the song or, you know, dive too deep philosophically into it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you prefer. My personal note about this one. So I think I've mentioned before, my dad is a Methodist minister and one year Christmas fell on a Sunday and he knew that hardly anybody was going to show up for the Sunday service at church. So he asked, um, he, he, he just put together a very informal service. And he asked my brother and me to edit a video montage of memorable moments from Christmas movies and TV specials. So I wanted to include this special. And in retrospect, I definitely should have used the Swedish Chef and Big Bird. Aww. But I instead put in this song from the Carol Sing because really? I just thought everybody would think it was neat to see so many Muppets singing on screen. Aww. But yeah, I think people just didn't know the song. And also, as soon as Robin and Kermit appeared on screen, one guy in the group that was watching said out loud, Kermit Jr., it's Kermit's son! Which then I was just <laughs> oh. shaking my head in the corner. So, oh no. I mean, it's an easy oh. assumption to make. You see Kermit and then you see this tiny little boy frog, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, it's Kermit Jr. Kermit Jr. It's Kermit's son. I love that that has stuck with you this whole time. Like, you like see this scene and you're like, some guy thought it was Kermit Jr. Why didn't I swap in a different scene? Yeah. I'll never forgive him. <laughs> no. <laughs> so actually, that's all I have about these two minutes. Any final thoughts on this clip from either of you? Okay, so I have future thoughts. Okay. That may be allowed. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yes, you, you will not be with us after today. So yes, please. I and I have loved being part of the carols. I think that carols are amazing, and I love to sing them. But something's about to happen, guys, <laughs> and it has to do with the Fraggle Pebble mm-hmm. and Grover. So and it bugs the. <laughs> Right out of me, like so much. What is it though? What that is it? I yell at the screen every so, time. So, if I may, so it, Robin, either tomorrow or the day after, you're talking about the scene when Robin gives Grover the Fraggle Pebble. Yes, Robin gives this gift from another world to Grover, and Grover says, "This Fraggle Pebble is for me." Oh, I just love Christmas. And he doesn't say thank you. <laughs> he does. And, and so now it's gotten, I can't, because it never 
it never happens as, <laughs> many, as many times as we watch this and as many times we listen to the cd it just gets worse for me you're always hoping that something might change yeah i really do because i'm i'm like the eternal optimist you just want to grow over but to i get grateful. so angry because it never happens so i'm an angry optimist so every time <laughs> i'm starting to do it in like a terrible frank oz impression now over the years it's just built up <laughs> and so now it's it now whenever it happens then i just yell out thank you <laughs> just say it I, say it Grover. <laughs> i can confirm that she is not kidding or exaggerating <laughs> i just hope so maybe one day frank oz will be like hey i feel like making a dub he's and gonna go back I, again i just want to say thank you that. i i think we can fit it in there. So please, Santa, if you're <laughs> listening, Roz wants a little tiny but very important edit on the Muppet <laughs> Family Christmas. Just make Grover say thank you. Well, let's please. let's uh, do an assignment to our listeners then. I can't think off the top of my head of any specific instance where Frank Oz as Grover says thank you, but there must be somewhere sometime that that grover says thank you so if anyone out there knows of such an instance just like do a quick edit like even it, it can just be an audio clip an, a, an edit of grover saying thank you when robin gives him the fraggle pebble that's all we need it'd be the best christmas present ever guys <laughs> please make grover say thank you yes it would heal Roz's old wounds <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gotten bad it's going to get worse (laughs) until it gets better wow thank you for loving me (laughs) (laughs) right other than that this is a great christmas special and thank you so much for having me on i've had a blast yes yes thank you for for being here and sharing your old christmas carol knowledge this has been really great i guess then with that we can wrap things up for today but listeners, we are not done yet. We still have a couple more clips to go. It will just be Anthony and myself for the, the remaining two episodes. So please uh, join us back here again for the next episode, which I think probably begins with even more carol singing. But yep, we got a little bit of carol singing left. We, we cut off here with a little bit to go. Yeah, you'll find out uh, more about that when you tune in tomorrow for Moving Right Along. Goodbye. Bye and bye. (laughs) Thank you. Finally. (laughs) 